Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle, the podcast about purpose, where we discuss what it truly means to live your best life now. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Oh, my God. Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle. And today's episode is the Real Talk about vulnerability. Dun, dun, dun. Terrible. Like, honestly, <laughs> every time I talk about vulnerability, the first thing I say is vulnerability sucks. Like, deep down at its core, it's probably one of the worst things I've ever been taught in the past year. And I didn't realize how much I was operating on just autopilot with not like giving myself this wonderful, wonderful quality. Um, and vulnerability by definition is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. And, you know, just to put that in a simple way, just not to hide your emotions, your ideas, your desires from anyone, like not even yourself, like just being fully open to everything that comes to you, allowing yourself all the experiences, all the things. And honestly, when I was writing down um, that definition, it made me want some Xanax. Like it made me want to just retrace back to the days of old and just take a Xanax and like numb myself out, like reading about the quote unquote possibility of being attacked or harmed physically or emotionally just from from allowing myself to feel exposed to um, experience. And um, vulnerability... Um, kind of presents itself like um, admitting fault, um, telling someone they're hurting you, telling someone that you love them. Um, and it's it's about like having hard conversations, interventions, risking risking yourself being hurt or abandoned. And honestly, like all those things, if we don't like uh, there's there's like causes for it, let's just say like vulnerability, um, not being able to be vulnerable anyway, which is kind of pretty much most of our human experience. I feel like if you are one of those people who have been, been, you know, vulnerable since you were born, bless you, you are living in a purpose filled life because you have allowed yourself to come out of those things. But for some of us, we have been through, um, childhood traumas. Like, um, there, there's, there's things that have happened to us that we're not quite sure what they are. We don't know um, from from when they came. And as I feel like I there is an episode of the podcast that talks about, um, you know, kind of healing our inner child. And I've been doing a little bit of that work. And what that looks like is really trying to figure out like why uh, like some of the things bother us, like what we like what we're going through, our human experience, like digging deep down and realizing that a lot of those things happened to us when we were when we were children, and we've just suppressed um, these emotions. And um, 
Another cause is just there's certain things like embedded in us. And I take that right back to childhood. There's a lot of things that I've been figuring out as I go along the way about um, relationships with my mother and my siblings and my father and what roles I played. Um, me, myself, the roles I played in my family structure. Um, sometimes we think that we grew up perfect and we start to realize like later things like things come up and you're like, wait this happened. So-and-so said this, and I like, I forgot about that. And so what happens in that situation is that we start to, we start to hide certain parts of ourselves that we feel like, um, have been shamed or like did not serve us like a higher purpose. So, you know, in childhood you might've been, um, in my own case, I was really, um, I'm very expressive. I, I like to um, say things and I like to catch attention and I like to draw attention. I like to really learn, do things new, like always try stuff. And then somewhere along the line, and I'm not going to just blame this on my family, I learned that, you know, some of these things are shameful. You should not yell out a turn. You should not ask a bunch of questions. You should not act like you know how to have like all these skills or that you're really good at stuff. Sometimes you can present that you're like, you're really good at something and somebody can be like, gosh, Michelle's always bragging. Then you learn like, okay, well, I wasn't bragging. I was just saying like, I am good at something, but that will put something, somebody saying that will put something inside you that makes you stop talking about things that you're good at. So you lose touch with things that you could be doing. Um, Gosh, I kind of want to go into that deeper, but I'm going to kind of keep moving. But um, like I listed another one of the causes as parents. Sometimes parents don't understand that they're not allowing um, their children experiences because when children ask questions, we tell them, be quiet, only speak when you're spoken to. And so, you know, or when kids say this hurts, we're quick to tell them it doesn't hurt. That's part, like a kid telling you that is part of being vulnerable. It's part of asking you for help to help them figure out why this thing hurts. And sure, sometimes kids can tell a fib and it doesn't really hurt, but you should still lean into that with your children and just kind of be like, it does hurt. Well, you know, let mommy fix it. Let let me help you. And then you can talk to your kids later about lying, which is something <laughs> I've kind of gotten into as I've broken down a structure with a friend is that I realized that I was embellishing stories and I was embellishing stories for attention. And then you have to be like, well, why do I feel like I don't get attention? Well, I realized sometimes like as a child, I split the attention of my parents with older siblings and jobs and other things that they have going on. I'm the youngest. So I kind of, I kind of fell into the good lazy part of parenting like I didn't really need a lot of parenting because I was very self-sufficient but I learned how to be self-sufficient because I kind of had to um and wow yeah um <laughs> vulnerability can also take other forms because honestly there is the flip side of that there are the crazy people who play like who, you know, prey on the people who are actually vulnerable. Um, hey, I dated a narcissist and he everything but almost closed me off to feeling like I was able to share my gifts with people. 
you know, to, to continuously say how I felt because everything that I felt was wrong. So those people who, um, use fake vulnerability, which is to, um, use it just to get what you want. Like you're going to say, well, if I tell her this, then, um, she'll do this instead and she'll sleep with you. Or if you do this, you can make sure, um, she takes care of things for you or does things for you. So it's like, basically it's using, pretending like you, you know, you're being open when in turn you just want something in return from someone. Um, and I was doing a little bit of research and I thought this was funny cause I, I realized I was um I was using a lot of a lot of these bad tactics but <laughs> I can talk about that in another in another episode of the podcast but um vulnerable like fake vulnerability is also like telling someone like too much you know like and it's putting you know, it's, it's taking, it's not, you're not in a vulnerable spot at this point. Like you're putting somebody else in like an awkward spot. Like for instance, um, I was on a date and, um, I was honestly, I was fresh out of a, uh, horrible relationship. Um, for those who don't know, I dated for a little while after I got divorced. And when I say brief, it was brief. Your girl was not ready for that. <laughs> um, but this this last date is actually um, the person that I'm still seeing. But he kind of had an unfair advantage. I already knew him. But um, we went on a date on a humbug. This is the day after... Um, I had broken up with someone and I was just kind of like, he asked me out and I was like, what the hey, like I can go on this date. I have to stay open, which is vulnerable. I have to stay open, even though I am a horrible open, open wound. My, my, my experience is really to stay open. I am always open to, um, relationships where, um, I can learn something. So this is a, this is someone that I already know. I'm like, he asked me on a date and I'm like, it's safe. You know, I know this person. This is a good person. I can go on this date with this person. Um, and if anything, it's getting me out of the house because I had a rough night the night before. I'm like, I'm going to go. And so I went and I'm on this date and um, I, I, I was talking because it was kind of like what happened, what's going on with you. And so I started to talk about the... Um, the relationship that I gotten out of. And again, being this open is kind of like going, it's, it's not being vulnerable at this point. It is kind of putting all the blame on another person. And it's also just putting this, this person, your day in an awkward spot. But I was going on and on and on about, um, how this other relationship was so bad, which it was. And, um, I just remember, uh, my date stopping me and saying, okay, so this is the last time you get to talk about him and you don't get to talk about him ever again. And I was just like, dang, okay, well, <laughs> and I realized that in that moment, I might've felt like I was being open, but this part, this is not a part of vulnerable. This is not a part of being vulnerable by sharing this experience with someone else who you're wanting to build something else with. You get to tell this person like, Hey, I've been hurt and I'm starting over, but 
it doesn't have to involve like the experience of exactly what happened before and so in detail much like I am as you can see when I'm telling stories um but also because that could be manipulative that could just be me saying this and changing the experience of what's going to happen in the future um with me and this person and you know really what what I've been learning because I kind of bring my experiences to the podcast I like to share um, with you kind of what I'm learning as I'm going along I'm kind of having a bit of like a, a super spiritual kind of awakening moment I'm coming into another part of myself I'm shedding old parts of myself um, I'm learning who I am, what I'm not. And a part of that, a part of that entire experience for me had to be being vulnerable. I had to open up. I had to um, tell people uncomfortable things like um, what's really going on with me. I know sometimes we get caught up in that cycle of saying, I'm okay. I feel great. Everything's fine. My money is perfect. Um, I've had to hop on the other side of that. I've had to just tell people the truth, even though it was mad uncomfortable. Like I had to tell people, you know, I don't feel okay today. I am sad today. I cried in the shower. <laughs> I haven't worked out in weeks. I'm not perfect. What? Michelle, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I honestly don't care if I don't appear to be anymore. So there's that. Um, I I realized that being vulnerable, which um, which I've talked about, has really taken me to some of the best, best, best experiences of my life because I finally stepped outside of myself and creating another career field. Um, I will always be an entrepreneur. I will always have a start something, make something because now I realize that I'm a master creator. I can create anything I want to do. There is nothing that I can't do. There's not a job that I can't do. So this podcast is pretty much an extension of something that I've always wanted to do and coming into really finding my gifts, really finding my voice. So I, I always want to share that and I want to share that with you. I want to share that with, with everyone that we're all capable of really creating everything that we want. And I'm always like here to share in it because it, there's just a part of my life that I'm coming into that I realize that I actually have to be vulnerable. I have to be vulnerable to to start this near this new career path i have to say this is michelle like this is what you get i don't care what you used to know about me i don't care what you find out about me going forward that person that person that i shed that was me i like but i don't identify with that person anymore there's no way that, you know, you can take something from my past and make me feel any kind of way about it because I'm just not that girl anymore. And being um, 
vulnerable has, you know, really just made me, you know, realize like a lot of the things that happened, why, why they were happening and what they were meant to teach me and how going forward, fostering relationships with people, building relationships with people, having this new relationship in my life. I have, I mean, I put myself on, on, on (laughs) putting myself out there in a major way and it horrifies me which is why i was saying being vulnerable sucks it doesn't suck because i don't get anything out of it and it won't suck because you won't get anything about it out of it it's going to feel like you're caving in sometimes because you're actually coming out of the shell you're coming out and showing like who you authentically are i am I mean, the things that I have just learned about myself recently, like I am a, I'm an, I'm an introvert to the core. I love being inside. I'm now making myself go outside because with starting this new, new, uh, new venture, I have to, I'm going to have to talk to people about this podcast, but it's so fresh to me, like, because I'm being vulnerable in a new way because I am. This is not the personality that I started with a couple years ago. Like that girl is gone and she was very outgoing and she was very talkative and she was, but you know, that was a front because I was hiding things. I was hiding my true authentic self because I didn't think people would like me. Whoever wants to say that, I don't, I don't like saying that, but I didn't. I didn't think that without this persona that I could go through and meet, um, people who would who would mesh with where I am now so being vulnerable like I said it just feels like you're so open it's like a big open flesh wound it's but who cares because it's who I am it's how I feel and it's it's what you're gonna get going forward and I'm gonna keep evolving which is something I told somebody when I was so young I was like 23 and I was like girl I'm never going to be the same person as I was in high school because I'm constantly evolving. I'm not going to be the same next year. And who knows? Like fast forward to I'm 36 now and I was telling somebody that when I was 23 and somehow I got caught up in the cycle of staying the same and I just, that's never going to be a part of my human experience because I constantly manifest new things for myself because I'm, I think that I can, I can honestly really do and achieve anything and being vulnerable, um, led me there guys, you know, (laughs) and I wanted to share this lesson with you guys this week about being vulnerable. And I'd really love to hear from you to see what, you know, in what ways have you put yourself out there recently that you got something really good back? Like where you can email that to me. Um, at realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com or you can also send it to me um, in a DM on Instagram at realtalkwithmichellepodcast. I'd love to hear in what ways you felt vulnerable or out there or ways that you want to figure out how you can start to heal yourself where you can start to open yourself up to these beautiful experiences. There's so many beautiful experiences out there. I probably sound crazy new agey, it's because I am. <laughs> I've always known this about myself. I'm a creator. Um, 
I'm a manifester. I I get the things that I ask for, but it's because I'm mad open to signs and synchronicities and I ask questions to my spirit guides and to God. I'm guys, I'm just I'm just out here. I'm a vessel, but I'm a vessel for change to help everyone get to these points that we need to get to. Um but I'd love to I would really love to hear ways that you feel like you've been putting yourself out there to amazing experiences of your own. Uh, With that being said, I'm going to take a break and we can hear from our sponsors. All right, guys, welcome back to Real Talk with Michelle. Um, Let's get into the daily gratitude. Um, It's going to sound corny, but (laughs) today I'm grateful for vulnerability. Um, I I just talked about all the reasons why vulnerability has led me to this point, but I just want to say today, this very day, I was, like I said, staying open, moving through the universe. Today is my boyfriend's birthday. Happy birthday, boyfriend. This won't come out on your birthday, but happy birthday. I love you. That's fucking vulnerability. Okay, y'all? Just let me, let me hand you a little lesson. That's some vulnerability. I don't want nothing back from that. I don't expect it. I don't have to hear anything back from it. I, I feel with so much emotion just giving that out. Being vulnerable is a part of my experience, but I'm so grateful for it. Today, I was really going through. I went to work today. Um, I own a nail salon. I do nails in it. <laughs> I'm currently in there now. And um, not in there, but I'm doing nails in the salon again. Um, and I was there, I took my computer today. I was really researching, you know, writing down different topics. I've paid to be able to have exclusive content to like articles that interest me. And I love this site. Um, I'll share it a little later. I want to, I want to keep it to myself for right now. I guess that's not being vulnerable, but (laughs) I want to keep it to myself just because, I have to be protective over some of my ideas. Spirit has told me this, so I have to keep some of my things to myself, but I love this site. I will be glad to share it later. But I was there. I was kind of researching. I was reading some articles that kind of touched on some topics and none of them said vulnerability, but I came home today and I realized that I had had several conversations with people about being vulnerable over the past couple of weeks. And I was like, well, duh, let me... We've been talking about it. I've been explaining to people how, you know, just tell people how you feel. Like I'm over being quiet about things that bother me, um, things that need to come out into the open. If, If somebody says something that I didn't like in the moment, I need to correct it because we can move on, but people have to know your boundaries and where they can be with you. And vulnerability has led me there. So I'm very grateful that that has become a part of my experience. Um, and the guest gratitude this week is from Joya and Joya says she's grateful for her family. And I feel you, Joya. I'm very grateful for my family as well. Um, and 
This is going to wrap up this episode of Real Talk with Michelle. If you would like to send a guest gratitude for your feature on the podcast, I would love that. I'm grateful for those. Please send those to uh, realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com and tell me what you're grateful for. Um, Guys. I think I've said um like eight times, but who cares? Thanks for listening to Real Talk with Michelle and I will talk to you again next week. Love you. Bye. Okay, guys, one more quick thing before we go. Thanks again for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can listen to Real Talk with Michelle on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. You can also listen to Real Talk with Michelle on YouTube. Same name. Real Talk with Michelle, make sure you subscribe there. Make sure you hit the notification button so you can be up to date anytime that I post a new episode there. You can also like the Facebook page, Real Talk with Michelle. You can follow me on Instagram at Real Talk with Michelle Podcast. And that's really where I am the most. So if you're looking for updates, you can kind of follow me around. You can see what I'm doing on a daily for the podcast, how I research the podcast just really what I'm interested in. Um, again, that's Real Talk with Michelle podcast on Instagram. Um, you can also leave me a voice note in Anchor. I have a few of those now. I can include those on episodes and you can be sure that I'm going to include some of those. I'm a bit of a collector, so I like to leave them there and I want to add them in because I think it's going to be really fun soon. You can also email me at realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com. And that's where I take the gratitudes. I'm super excited. I've still been reading those. I'm enjoying including those on episodes. Thank you so much for leaving me your gratitudes. They give me so much to be grateful for as well. You can also support the podcast at anchor.fm. And that's for F as in Frank, M as in Mary, backslash real talk with Michelle, backslash support, and you can help sustain future episodes. Again, thanks for tuning into Real Talk with Michelle. I'm so grateful for you and thank you for listening. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.